G'day. I don't know if you know, but I'm in lockdown. We're all in lockdown now, and we're all searching for alternative revenue streams. Well, I am. You're not. You're sitting on your fat ass, doing nothing. But if you take some advice from me, you'd be a man about it and try to actually stop. Stop right there, because you pay for that now. That's right. I charge for advice now on how to be a man, which I give roost style from my cabin, which is on a boat that I'm sailing blog around the world solo. Well, actually, it's a group blog. But anyway, point is, I'm part of the manosphere now. And the way it works is this. I give you advice, you take it, and then you give me money in return for that. Because I need that money, because I don't have a job. Well, I didn't, but I do now, because I actually just got a new job, which is giving you advice. Why should you take my advice? Because it's my job. Plus, because I'm a success. Well, I wasn't, but I am now because I'm the bloke giving out the advice. What's the advice? Well, the advice is how to become a success like me. And why am I sick? Fuck it. Enough questions out of you. You're weak. Your problem is no success. And I'll fix that. Because it's part of my job description. And my advice to you is get a fucking job. And now pay me. Actually, you don't need to pay me. Just buy my book. And first thing I've got to do is update my website. Which is hard to do on SoundCloud. But I'll manage because I'm now a handyman. I'm good with tools. I'm changing the decor. We're going to a hardwood HTML JavaScript. It's grainy. It's handcrafted with a beveled font. Redwood themes. It's got a moustache filter for Snapchat, but no Snapchat. We don't do that. It's not trad enough. Real men use Twitter. And I'm all about trad. I believe in God now. And God knows I will give you recommendations religiously. What type of scotch to drink. I tell you how to make a cocktail cabinet with a hammer and nails. Then I tell you what type of cocktails to put in it. And then I teach you how to drink those. Properly. No umbrellas, but plenty of swizzle stick. And no, I don't tell you how to make the cocktail glasses. Because I only do wood. Suburban beekeeping. How to life hack a record turntable. These days, I only buy vinyl. Pants. Or pant. I use that word too. Fashion tips. I set the arbitrary rules. Never wear upturned cufflinks on a pant leg with a plaid Windsor knot. Deck shoes accessorized with a houndstooth blazer. Top pocket square. A mandatory for the modern man. 23 books to read about books to read about. Five different ways to masturbate. I mean not masturbate. We don't simp to our cocks here. No way. I got rules on all this stuff. I got rules for everything. And if you follow those, then you will be successful in following all my rules. And you better buy my rule book. Plus, I'll give you all the tying advice you need. Tie, Windsor knot, bow tie, cravat, sheep shank, cleat hitch, noose if you need it. Whole thing's great, but there is one catch. 
catch one. I got to stay anonymous because I can't have you kids finding out what a fucking mess I've made in my own life. That would detract from my lists and lead to a lot of unnecessary questions. Because I need to be focused on handing out plenty of free advice to you boys, just like your older brother did that time after he got out of jail. So I started looking on the internet for somebody else's face to use. Because you've got to have a head on the website, right up the top, in the header. Preferably a bloke with plenty of facial hair. Rule 12, masculine. So I went looking for a beard, and I found one on a website called Reflect Respect, a modern day guide for gentlemen. Love that name, trad and modern. I like it both ways. Now, at first, I was a bit surprised because this Reflect Respect is actually a website set up by a local government body, Wodonga Council in New South Wales, Victoria, which you Yanks can pronounce as Wodonga, if that makes it sound more picturesque. And this bloke I found on that website was very picturesque. He had the whole get-up. Shirt sleeves, brown tie, vest for Christ's sake, full beard, sitting at a bar, an old-fashioned bar, a trad pub, could be the town and country, and I put his dial on the MP3 just so you could get a look at him. And yes, I admit he looks small, but that's just caused by sizing. He's actually a pretty big bloke. Rule five, you gotta be. And he's just a sort of old-fashioned man's man that I need to front my new-fashioned red pill manosphere advice thing for men. But as I say, it was surprising that I found this man's man on a local government website. Masculine red pill's not their usual game because our local councils are run by local communists. But I went with it because this thing quacked like a duck. And I quote from the Reflect Respect website, quack, quack, quack. Welcome, gentle fellows, to my modern day guide for gentlemen, a selection of choice tips to help reflect respect. Be well, brothers. With a squiggly signature underneath, Sebastian J. Thomas Asterisk which apparently is the name that goes with this bloke's head. And then underneath that, it had his resume, which sounded impressive, quack, quack, quack. Author, researcher and humanitarian Sebastian J. Thomas Asterisk has travelled the globe, learning the ways of the modern man. His pursuit for excellence and equality is well revered the world over. And then underneath that, it had a picture of this bloke's, I mean council's, book. A modern day guide for gentlemen. And next to that brown hand leather fabric bound book cover are the words have a peruse friend. Quack, 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 quack. But what I started to peruse was this bloke's face because he looked familiar. And I thought to myself, I think I know this bloke. And then I played a bit of his audio just to make sure. Hello, gentle fellows. Let me introduce this little pocket gem, my modern day guide for gentlemen full of tips and everyday reminders for work, home, the pub, and even the kids' sports. Be well, brothers, and reflect respect. Yep, I thought so. I actually went to school with this guy. This is the fair dinkum Aussie bloke. But I haven't seen him round the traps for donkey's years. What can I say about him? Long, strong, straight down the line, honest, man's man, tough and dependable, no bullshit. Man of few words, Lacedaemonian, get stuff done. And now he calls himself Sebastian J. Thomas Asterisk, but he's actually gone by a lot of names over the years. When he was a young bloke, they called him Ginger Megs. Gee, he was a larrikin then, but good kid underneath. And then when he grew up, he went to Queensland droving. And for a while, we didn't know where he was before he turned up at Old Regret 
working as a stockman, and he found that horse. Then later, he was out farming on a selection with Dad for a while. Hard work. He's not afraid of hard work. And I've got to tell you, I've got a soft spot for this guy. He's a sentimental bloke, but then again, he's up for a stoush if you push him too far. And when war came in 1914, he volunteered to go to Gallipoli, even though it wasn't his fight. Because after all, he wasn't American in that movie. And like all Aussies, he loves his sport. He boxed in the 10s, played billiards in the 20s, cricket in the 30s, took a break in the 40s, another war. And yeah, he fought in that. Played for Saints in the 50s, and then he becomes a woman and plays tennis in the 60s, but he never played soccer. And it goes without saying that this dinky die Aussie loves his country. But as he got older and more mature, he also travelled around a bit. He went to Pommyland in the 70s for a while, and then in the 1980s, he goes to the Big Apple as a crocodile hunter of all things. But by the 1990s, he'd slowed down a lot, and he finally ended up in a sleepy little coastal town called Summer Bay to run the bottle o there. I actually heard he was dead, died of starvation, because no one wanted him around anymore. Because by the year 2000, all the people running Australia didn't need the services of this fair dinkamozzi bloke. Don't get me wrong, he was useful in the olden days to fight in wars and work hard, but now, well to be honest, they thought he was past his use-by date. And they traded him in for a newer model. A smaller car. I think it was a hatchback, made overseas, second-hand. I even heard a whisper that someone had murdered this knockabout Aussie, drowned him in a big vat of olive oil and MSG. So imagine my surprise when he turns up on a government website, because the drum was that they were the ones who killed him. And yet here he is on the internet with a brand new old-fashioned beard. So I DM'd him to organise an IRL meetup ASAP, and my approach game via instant message was as follows. I told him, I said, I love your face, mate. And what I want to do is discuss a franchise deal about it. I want distribution rights for your beard. And maybe a bit more. Bit of collar. I like those collar buttons. Rule 34. Gotta have the button-down collar. So we arranged to meet at the Edamoga pub, which is a fake pub. But as you know, this was a fake meeting. And we met in the snooker room there, which is very old-style blokey. Fitted out in the modern masculine style. Padded seats, leather armchairs, Gladstone bags. Put your feet up on a poof. Pictures of various fast animals and heads of various slow animals up on wood panelling walls. Actually, strike that, because in reality, we met in the smoking room there. Well, in the field report on my blog, I called it a cigar bar. Of course, it was a non-open, non-smoking cigar bar without drinks, because they banned smoking in pubs as a result of the last social engineering freakout. Nah, sorry, actually, the last one was the climate change bushfire freakout. So the smoking freakout was actually the last, last, last one but one. And then, of course, they banned pubs in the current freakout. And in the next one, they'll ban drinking in pubs because it just needs to go. Anyway, there we were in the sportsman's bar and we were playing snooker the whole time. Me on an ottoman and him on a chase lounge. Drinks, yes, scotch, single malt. Rule 16, single malts only, of course. And I was drinking with both hands on my snifter, using my skin pressure on the glass to volatilise the smoky flavours. Rule 12. Plus it was just a bloody big drink, because I don't muck around. Unfortunately, there were some issues with the serving of my scotch. You often get that at cigar bars, and I had to send it back a few times because my dram was too cold. And that's a big no-no. Can't drink that. The scotch in the glass has to be served at room temperature. 
Rule 23. And in the end, the only way we could fix it was by turning up the aircon. So I start off by going, thanks for meeting me, mate. And he goes, con mezzo pianissimo. Meetings can be a bit of a necessary evil. Not always enjoyable, but needed nonetheless. The trick to an effective one is to keep it short and sweet. Keep on track, stick to the agenda, and avoid those tangents or lengthy segues about your weekend escapades. If someone has the floor, give them the floor. You'll get your turn. Be well, brothers, and reflect respect. And I go, reflect respect? That sounds like a slogan, mate. I really see you as a face guy rather than a slogan guy. Why don't you leave all that to an old bloke like me? It doesn't matter if it's family, friends, colleagues, young, old, male or female. Respect is a two-way street. If you want respect, make sure you show it in the first place. Be well, brothers, and reflect respect. Mm, two-way street? Mate, if only it was that simple. Respect can be as simple as thinking of those little things we say and do every day. Speaking of little things, check out my modern day guide for gentlemen, full of choice little tips. Be well, brothers, and reflect respect. Modern day guide for gentlemen? That just sounds like bullshit, or possibly competition. Hello, gentle fellows. Let me introduce this little pocket gem, my modern day guide for gentlemen. It's full of tips and everyday reminders for work, home, the pub, and even the kids' sports. Be well, brothers and reflect respect. Pocket gem? That definitely sounds like a wank. But okay, hit me. Hello and welcome, gentle fellows. Let me share a choice tip from this little pocket gem. My modern day guide for gentlemen. Whistling is a skill that takes great command, and when executed correctly, can draw attention. Calling your blue heeler up onto the back of the ute and whistling along to your favorite Farnsey or Barnsey are both excellent uses. However, whistling to female passerbyers is frowned upon and generally not appreciated. Be well, brothers, and reflect respect. Well, I suppose it depends on the passerby. For example, look at this lingerie league well, game, which is showing up on this nearby this. pub TV. Back to you guys. Well, I'm really impressed with those athletes. You can tell Shari's been on the battlefield before such intensity and she can tell she's an absolute leader and Tammy that's great that they've learned from last week's mistakes and they she looks absolutely focused the stage is set and here's Mo Gaxiola getting us underway so he blows on his snooker cue and goes salutations comrades now there's more to being a genuine gentleman than just being a good sport and my pocket guide here will help you on your way whether you're playing or watching sport keep your eye on the game Support your team, chant and cheer, but tell your mates to give it a rest when they start to leer. When watching turns into perving, that's pretty disrespectful. Time to lay off and let them get on with the game. Just let them be. Be well, brothers, and reflect respect. But they've got their gear off. Come on, mate. On the one hand, they want to go on the field in their bra and panties, and on the other, they don't want us to leer. Do you see a conflict there? Fashion is pretty subjective and all about personal expression, so tread lightly when expressing your opinion. Be supportive and try a compliment rather than a critique. You know that favourite Akadaka tour of 98T? Or that well-loved Jack Daniels going out polo you have? Well, that's your choice, so let her choose what she wears. Be well, brothers, and reflect respect. Yeah, maybe, but it seems to me that as usual, they just want it both ways, with immunity from any criticism. It's getting easier and easier to connect with people online, but just remember it's called social media, not anti-social media. 
Social media is the perfect way to demonstrate your knowledge of all things sporting, musical and political. And it would be a waste not to share your expertise. If you wouldn't say it to their face, don't say it online. Ridiculing people about their appearance, behaviour or opinions doesn't make you tough, it just makes you a troll. Be well, brothers, and reflect respect. Now, as they say, mate, immunity from criticism. Of course, I will be the first one to pat him on the back when it's deserved. For example, look at that. Not a bad pass for a chick. There is a real art to complimenting. Just make sure it's not backhanded. Praise them for their strength, speed, efforts, and the results they have achieved. Be mindful how you finish your compliment. Gee, you're strong this morning. Nice work, should suffice. Adding a disclaimer of, for a chick, girl, female, is not needed. She is just strong. Be well, brothers. Oh, come on, mate. I mean, the only reason they promote this shit is because they're women. This is under 14's jersey flag level, mate. Promotions can be a real confidence boost, unless, of course, someone else is getting it. Politely congratulate them and mention that the recognition is well-deserved. Do not speculate in any way that the promotion was based on intimate relations, their looks, or favouritism. Be well, brothers. Really? So you think women are just as good as men at sport? Just as good? Wrestling, boxing, rugby league, lingerie league. Remember that day in school where the teacher asked you what you wanted to be when you grew up? Whether it's a superhero, astronaut, or even a fire truck, gender shouldn't come into it. Let them know they can be whatever they want to be. That's a girl's job, or a chick couldn't do that job. Just isn't the case. Presidents, footy players, CEOs, and UFC fighters aren't just roles reserved for blokes. Be well, Mate, brothers, that just sounds like third wave feminism. So now you're a feminist? The word feminism may get some people's backs up, but it doesn't need to. Feminism's intention was and is about creating equality for women. Not better, not more, just equal. Don't get caught up with everything you see in the media. Explore more before jumping to any conclusions. Be well, brothers, and reflect respect. And I go, I don't know, mate, I'm not sure if the ideas behind your face are going to fit in with my website, which is more of a man-type safe space with laughs, you know, putting people down, sexist, racist, in bad taste, that sort of thing. A bit like old-time workplace A joke band, is a know? joke, but if you're putting someone else down, it's not a joke anymore. Workplace banter is one of the perks of any job, and Smoko is the perfect stage for a great gag. Keep up the good work. It's not about losing your sense of humour, but finding that sense of respect. If it's sexist, racist, or in bad taste, just don't. Be well, brothers, and reflect respect. And I go, well, who are you? The fun police? It's all fun and games until someone loses an eye, or their job for that matter. Office jokes, pranks, and all-round frivolity are encouraged in the workplace. A fun culture is fine, but sometimes it can go too far. If someone calls you on disrespectful behaviour, don't call them the fun police or a Debbie Downer. It doesn't mean they're not fun. It might just mean you're not as funny as you think you are. Be well, brothers, and reflect respect. But by now, I was starting to feel unwell because something wasn't right with this guy. 
First off, he had ice in his scotch, which is a big no-no, rule 303. Plus, big giveaway, he kept calling me a gentleman. Now, that word gentleman is very interesting from a grammatical viewpoint. It's what we call in English a persuasive noun, and it's only used in the future hypothetical tense. For example, if you were a gentleman, you would insert phrase here. Pay for dinner, pay for the movie, pay for shit generally, and various other conditional conjugations of the verb. If you were a gentleman, you'd lift various things, a heavy bag, a garbage bag, a piano, or take something somewhere, usually take something unpleasant, somewhere unpleasant, because this phrase often has a negative construction, e.g. dog shit from the floor to say a bin, or vomit from a car seat to another location, or sometimes it's take her somewhere, somewhere bad, e.g. the airport, or work, or if you're a gentleman, you'd go and do something for her that she doesn't want to do, or sometimes the phrase is used in the plural, or really the couple's tense. That's where it's to do some activity that she wants to do, but you don't want to do. And if you're a gentleman, you do it. So in summary, it's a word that I've only ever heard people use when they're trying to fuck me over in some way. Well, I say people, but it's usually women, because it's like a French word, because it has a gender, and that gender's female. So in the grammar textbooks, they call it a feminine persuasive noun. Plus, it also has a trick of pronunciation so that it's actually pronounced gentleman these days, rather than gentleman. I think there was a great vowel shift with this word over time. I'm not sure why that was. Possibly shame. They don't like to overly verbalise it. But funnily enough, this time in this trad pub meeting, this word gentleman was coming from a man. And that gave me pause and made me doubt this bloke's bona fides as a good bloke and moral bellwether. TLDR. I smelt a rat. And I go, is your name really Sebastian J. Thomas Asterisk? And he goes, well, brother, my moniker is really Sebastian J. Thomas, because you know, the asterisk is actually just an asterisk, which indicates a footnote. So I looked at his feet, but I couldn't see a note there. So instead, I looked on the Reflect Respect website, and scrolling down to the bottom of the webpage, I saw there, in very small writing, Asterisk. Sebastian J. Thomas is a fictitious character created for the Reflect Respect campaign. And I said, ha, so not only is your name not Sebastian J. Thomas asterisk, it's not even Sebastian J. Thomas. And he was a bit ashamed at that. And he had his head down, looking down at the hardwood floor. And I said, you don't have a real name, do you? And in fact, you're not even a real gentleman or a good bloke. What you are is an actor who's being paid to mouth words written by someone else, probably a woman. What does that J stand for? Judy? Jenny? Look at the website. It's right there in black and white. The Reflect Respect campaign has been informed by the latest Victorian and New South Wales research that highlights the importance of respectful relationships and addressing the subtle things we do and say that is contributing to gender inequality in both Wodonga and Wagga. You see, the people who wrote this tripe about gender inequality, well, they don't believe in all these old ideas of mateship, gentlemanly behaviour, and being a good bloke. But they will pretend that they do in order to get you to do what they want. And don't give me that akadaka, farnsy, barnsy bullshit either, mate, because that's just a variant on the same theme. They'll always pull out the Aussie card when they're trying to fuck you over. Fitzsimons with his big fat dinky die litany of predictability Christmas book every year. 
Birkin Wills, Ned Kelly, Kokoda, Gallipoli, Cook, Eureka, fuck me dead. Then there's Ruddy with his fair shake of the sauce bottle, Hawk in his yard glass, Paul Keating and good old Collingwood forever. And now fat boy Scott Morrison and his beloved Cronulla Sharks. And so, in summary, I said to this bloke, as far as you wanting to put your head on my website, well, the answer's thanks, but no thanks. But I do have a little bit of advice for you about respect. Hello Hello and welcome, gentle fellow. Let me share a choice choice tip from this little pocket pocket gem, the modern day guide for gentlemen. You might be asking for some woman's number or to put your head on my website, but sometimes it just doesn't go to plan. Be gallant in defeat, be respectful, and wish me a nice evening and get on with the night. Onwards and upwards, dear friend. There's probably no malice in my decline, so best not to respond in a rude or aggressive manner. Resist the urge to bag me out to your mates just because I turned you down. Be well, brother, and reflect respect. And in response, he goes... When it comes to respect, have a good look in the mirror and think about the way you like to be treated. It's as simple as you get back what you give. So be well, brothers, and reflect respect. And I say, that's right, absolutely. Peruse yourself in the mirror, reflect on that, have a little bit of self-respect, and then maybe you can say, I was born in a broken down wagonette And the far distant Queensland stop route And my shawl was a dusty old sandal cloth I'm a dinky die Aussie, no doubt I was raised on the milk of a kangaroo And my dummy was a rum bottle cork And my diet was damper and bully bear I'm a dinky die Aussie corn stalk. Play now. Oh, that's the sound we all like. Way down. Now I went to the class of a two-up school Where a cockatoo watched for the law and my teacher was a bare knuckle pugilist. I'm a dinky die Aussie for sure. Now I work in the country for many months, and some people say that I'm queer. For the fat check I head for the nearest town, and I busted on horses and beer. Hey. to red tape and relations No in-laws can yuck down my ear I'm rough and I'm rowdy and I drink a bit I'm the cause of that pub with no beer Now and finally I go to that other land A preacher once told me it's true Oh he said the reception will be very warm The dinky dog Aussies like you Cause I was born in a broken down wagonette And my dummy was a rum bottle cork And my diet was damper and bully beef I'm a dinky die Aussie corn stalk I'm a dinky die Aussie corn stalk